0: You know, it ain't always as easy as it seems. Yes. It's not easy, baby. I know I make it look that way. Uh you had dreams of pushing a range. Instead, you pushing something that only costs a little change. No AC, none of your rims are the same. And everybody could hit your car before
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of It's Your World. I'm your host, Jordan Brown, aka Uptown Jordan Brown, aka Dane Allen, aka Big Buckets Brown. I got no more nicknames, I'm trying to come up with more. But anyway, I'm going to hop right into this episode. It's been a while, I know, but let me tell you, life happens. Your boy done made some big changes through life. In the past couple of months, and everything just got a little bit busy, but I wanted to make sure that I let you guys check out the older episodes, one, because they're great fucking episodes, you know? I think you guys will enjoy them. I think the guests that I had on the show the past, what, year and a half, two years, have been pretty fucking dope. I want to give a big shout out to Chelsea Carter, who's doing her thing on Project Runway right now, representing for Chicago. I mean, the Midwest overall, and she's doing her thing, and I really think, um... It's one of those things where I had to kind of sit back and admire the work that I have put in. I also had a couple of shows coming up, and if you guys want to check out the YouTube videos and everything like that, you can check them out as well. Um, just go to YouTube, search my name, Jordan Brown, J O R D A I N B R O W N, the I Means I'm Black. Um, and when you see that, um, that video, let me know what you think. Tell some friends about it, repost it, you know, uh, like it, share it. I think that's the same thing as reposting, but um, yeah, I've recently engaged. Uh, I got an old lady now, um, planning this whole wedding thing out, and nobody tells you how stressful that is. It's it's the equivalent of pulling teeth, mainly because you have an idea what you want to set up and what you want to have done, uh, how you want to celebrate your love with your significant other, your spouse. It don't matter what kind of spouse it is. It could be a log if you if you want to marry a log or plank, you can do that too. But um, yeah, man, everything from setting dates to not being able to set dates to seeing venues and not being able to see venues and choosing cake um, and all that good stuff. It, it's a it's an interesting time to say the least. But yeah, um, on this episode, I have Teddy Do Better, world renowned artist, MC, singer. And all that good stuff. I mean, the dude is pretty amazing. And I know I talk about this all the time with the last, I think, maybe I had like four or five guests from their whole, like, cohorts. I'm using educational phrases and words now of individuals who I think were pretty amazing. And this is my ode to them, to let them know, hey, man, I appreciate your artistry. I appreciate your creativity I appreciate the example you set for me. Like, that's the funny thing about this. You know, having a few people that I've had on the show, you know, honestly, there are people that I did grow up with. There are people that probably watched me do my thing when it came to athletics and different things like that. And now it's the same thing as like comedy and stand up and and even with podcasting. Uh, This is my way of paying it back and paying it forward. uh, If those are two different things um, to to them. And Teddy uh, grew up with my little sister, and we all kicked it uh, a few times, you know. And me being that way at school, it was harder for me to come back home and everything like that. But at the same time, though, just to be able to watch from afar, to see Teddy on, uh, I believe it was SNL, to see him on. Um, The Late Show with Chance and everything like that to do different work and check out the SoundClouds and see them putting out freestyles and everything. And actually, that was what you heard at the beginning of the podcast. And I'm going to play another one um, later on, but at the same time, just to actually sit down and have a conversation with these young people. And I know I'm saying young people. I'm only 30, but they're still a little bit younger than me. At the time, they were children when I was uh, a young adult. Let's put it that way. But to uh, see the growth. Um, And them as individuals, also as creatives, um, artists, uh, singers, songwriters, and all of the above. It's really uh, one of those things where I appreciated them taking the time to sit with me. And this is Teddy Do Better. Uh, Do Better season is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Here
0: we go over boastful ability suppressed because the check do not reflect your inner energy uh no chain wearing ass covered in the same jeans everybody call you out but don't know what your name mean a get from god i'm the wealthiest of all it's impossible to feel small nigga i encompass all there is to give this life is what you live have a couple of kids and starve them till they big so they know it's not the bag to give you recognition if you could be yourself without the bother pissing, do then when you get it they'll gather around like the spoon in the kitchen listen i have the Mantra to take me higher to the next level. What doesn't matter Teddy the time, Jackson. give me your brighter better what you, what you, Put your, sta- your stage you, name I'm on yeah. Teddy <laughs> Jackson, you know, also Teddy do better. There you all go. Of that, <laughs> you know? And uh,
1: just sit down and say, man, I appreciate your creativity, man. And it is inspiring because um, seeing young people prepare mm-hmm. for something like this and go out into the world in their lives and actually be. Pretty damn good, and yeah. working their way to that greatness and hopefully legendary status. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to sit down and talk to y'all, man, about the work that you've done and how things are going now mm-hmm. um, in life. And I know you said everything is just going with the flow a little bit. Yeah, you know how has things changed since the last time we spoke? Man.
0: Honestly, man, so much. Really? You know, but the, I've learned recently. I actually participated in this forum, right? Um, I'm a part of this opportunity to have a social equity position in a cannabis industry. And um, I would be owning the business and operating it. And part of the process is, you know, getting the candidates to register and participate in this forum. Mm -hmm. Now, the forum is the study of ontology, the study of being. And, um, you know, there's a lot of, like, self-help shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Like... I've never really been into that. I'm like, All right, whatever. <laughs> like, I know what the, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but, you know, I thought I was going to learn to be a better leader, a better business owner, and stuff like that. But when I got there, um, what I actually learned was like how to be present in my life and mm. in other people's lives. How so? And I mean, to be truthfully honest, one of the foundational parts of that is listening. You know, we don't know how to listen we haven't been given the tools to listen because we don't know that we don't know these things. Mm-hmm. You know, because we think we the way we listen is how you listen, but it's, it's genuinely not. You know, and it's not about, you know, stopping your way of listening, mm-hmm. but it's more so understanding how you listen and then be able to have those distinctions so that you can stay present in a conversation. Because mm-hmm. it's not about trying to get it because you can't try. Like, try doesn't exist, right? You either get it or you don't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like in some cases, put it that way. For me, it's get it or don't. There's no try doesn't exist for me. Mm. You know, if I go and I if somebody say get a hundred thousand dollars and I say all right, I'm gonna try," try. I probably, I'm just already, no, put that I'm already, me. I'm already admitting that I'm not going get this. shit. It might not have that. Right. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, it's about the language. The mm-hmm. language, is the, it's very simple things when that I you tweet What did tell you, just, yeah. you hid this from me. No, I didn't. Exactly. I put it exactly where
1: you would see it or yeah. you,
0: you know, stuff like that, man, right. you just.
1: I feel you on that. I, I wish I would have been at the forum to kind of take some of you know that into. what? In too.
0: You can, too. is landmark. And, you know, they got some stuff coming up. You can participate in introductions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But those transformations, they happened over the course of three days because it was, like, very critical thinking. You know, things that I hadn't thought about, you know, since I was a kid. There right. were things that I had in my life since I was a child that I pretty much decided as a, as a kid that my life would be in reference to that point Mm -hmm. and that i would learn how to survive and how to be based on those stories that i told myself that weren't real they weren't they didn't exist they were stories about the situation not what happened it was stories about it you know and i could get more into that because it's some very like wow that was
1: some that's something else too that i think i'm going to talk about a little bit more openly on the show Mm -hmm. is that I want to expand this realm of the podcast. It doesn't just have to be about what you're doing creatively. Yeah. It could be about the individual and who they are and what they've learned throughout their lives and things like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, I definitely understand where you're coming from with yeah. that. Um, and that was one of the things that we talked about in the last episode. Um, with Carly is, you know, taking that time to put yourself in the position mm-hmm. to be present, to put yourself in the position mm-hmm. to understand things and to be able to say, maybe I need to relax about certain
0: mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found it hard. Like, well,
1: I found and it hard. That was my response, too. It's very, yeah. I give people the benefit of the doubt most of the time because it's very hard sometimes mm-hmm. to be um, a human being. Mm-hmm. I didn't say what type of human being. I just right. said sometimes just to be a human being, that's, period, I <laughs> basically. I you know, the idea that you mm-hmm. will make mistakes, and everybody's not going to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, or you you might have things going on with yourself and other people. You might not even know what's going on with them, and they're going to react to you in a certain way. But that's mm-hmm. a human action. Mm-hmm. Now, but, yeah, Feel free to spill whatever you want to spill. <laughs> like, well, say what you gotta say, man. <laughs>
0: well, man, like <clears throat> there were I think the first thing that I, I I got from the forum was like, okay, fear, right? They kept asking about these fears. I'm like, man, what is my fears? I'm like, I ain't got no fears, like I'm good, like mm-hmm. but <laughs> trying to get trying to like, you know, think really, but she maybe a few hours because it was from like eight AM to like 10 PM. hmm She put a picture up on a board of like a roller coaster. And I was like, okay, Mm. I felt something. And then I just suppressed it. I'm like, "Mm, nah. Next day, I'm driving because it's a three day thing. I'm driving back. All of a sudden, the image of this roller coaster pops up in my head. Mm -hmm. And I remember feeling scared. And I was like, wow. I totally just remembered that I have a fear of riding roller coasters. I do not like roller coasters. I'm, I'm scared, I'm like my feeling of my stomach dropping, all of these things, right? So then I was like, wow, that's it. That's one of my fears. Like, all right, I feel good because I'm like, I can go in and share this now with everybody. Like, I found my fear, you know, type shit. And um, then I started thinking, all right, well, let me dig a little deeper to see where this fear may have impacted areas of my life. So the first thing I thought of was this relationship I was in in high school. Awesome girl, beautiful. We got into one of the worst arguments that we ever got into. And it ended up in her getting out of the car, throwing her bag on the ground, some shit she bought from Walgreens, threw that shit rolling down the driveway. <laughs> and she started walking home. It was like the argument was so bad that she started walking home. Mm-hmm. And I remember that I had that argument had started. Because I didn't want to go to Six Blacks mm-hmm. with her parents.
1: And That's a lot to take in
0: though, right there. It, man, I, I felt like a That's ton an of experience. Bricks. Yeah, because it was like, damn, this and and to be honest, that came, that became like the foundation of our relationship, of us arguing about shit and then like us not communicating past that or me being like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit, she's mad, or you know, vice versa. So, you know. I was like, wow. I even went, I went, ended up going anyway after that big blowout and shit didn't ride nothing. She was mad, I was mad. It was just terrible. And that's how our relationship had just was. So, okay, I was like, all right, bet. This is how that fear impacted my relationships. I was like, that gotta be it. I'm through, I'm good, I got it now. Nah, thought about another moment. When my sister picked me up, it was early in the morning, I was a shorty. I was the first person at Foot Locker on 47th Street. I don't know if it's still there, but on 47th, right off Lakeshore Drive. Mm -hmm. Man, I had bought me a throwback. Man, I was clean. I had the jersey on, it was a Chicago Bulls throwback, not the swing man shit, the throwbacks. And I had on some black jeans, got some clean ass white Air Force ones. I'm like, all right, bet. We was going to Six Flags. Got there. I already decided I wasn't getting on no rides, right? Went in there. Didn't ride shit. Had an attitude. I was being mean, just bogus to people. Really, honestly. And somebody had won this big ass beer, and they wanted to get on this roller coaster ride at one point, and they couldn't get the beer on there. They was like, Teddy, hold this shit. You're not finna ride no ass, <laughs> you know. And I threw a tantrum because you,
1: you didn't want to ride the rats.
0: I didn't want to ride the rats, had but, to hold the teddy bear. <laughs> but
1: Teddy had to hold the Teddy.
0: Bear. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, was, I wanted to show or make it seem that I did want to ride the ride, but I couldn't ride the ride because I had this bear in my hand. But that wasn't the case, I was scared, I was fearful. Snatched the bear, hit some lady in the head, you know what I'm saying, just mad. My sister said, I'm never taking you anywhere else. You embarrass me, I'm not fucking with you. All of this stuff, as a kid. And moments throughout my life, she kept bringing that up. She just kept bringing it up, and I was like, I realized in that moment, I was like, wow, she still sees me as that little boy at Six Flags. That that moment happened when she decided she wasn't going to fuck with me no more. So all the arguments that we've had throughout our life, that was her point of reference. Exactly. So I'm like, all right, here we go my relationships. All right, here we go my family. These are ways that this fear has impacted both. And I was like, that must be it. Then we were talking, and I, I thought about this one moment. I was like, all right. We went to... We was at the choir academy. We was in the elite ensemble. <laughs> hey, shout out everybody. Right. The and C-A I, and, and
1: that place has been referenced so many times on this podcast. Man. Hey, we're going to bring
0: that school back.
1: That was a different school, bro. It was, it was. And it's something I think we need now. Oh, absolutely. And it's something that I feel like I I appreciate. I ain't even going to the damn school. See? <laughs> See? It was just cool to see Jaleesa yeah. involved in something like that and be so good at something. Y'all with the talent. And I think it was y'all's choir and there was another choir. So and yeah. I was like, man, these little kids are so cool. I don't know why I thought yeah. y'all was so dope, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were up. It was amazing. Mr. Myers, I'm still mad at you. You ain't put me in that song <laughs> when I first got it out. <laughs> I was cold. Don't rant. but No, I'm just kidding. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so I, we went to a competition, and I I had a solo. We won every single category except for the solo. I didn't win. And I remember telling myself, like, you know, my voice is not good enough. My, like, I don't deserve to be in this choir. Like, I just felt bad. And, man, I had a just the day was just, I was so down on myself. I mean, I'm talking about all type of shit I was saying. And um, guess where the competition was? Was six Flags.
1: So, this Six Flags is just fucked up everything, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You can say that.
1: Well, the thing is, too, dude, and, um, the idea, the first situation, not only do you have a fear of the roller coaster, mm-hmm. but you are in a relationship with somebody and you're going to meet their parents, and that's overwhelming in itself. Mm-hmm. It's Victor. The first fear of the roller coasters is one thing. You add that on top of Absolutely. the, the parents which I don't even know if y'all had interacted with each other before and sometimes that doesn't even matter mm-hmm. because you're you're representing not only yourself but your family yeah. <laughs> with this young lady and her yeah. parents in a public place now. Yes. People be like, meet the parents, yeah. That's that's I don't even think that's stressful. Meeting the parents in their home, is not stressful. Meeting the parents and hanging out with them in the open, in public, very, very
0: stressful. <laughs> 100%. 100%. And I will say, honestly, like, I know, I don't think I ever had really an issue interacting with people, but that fear that I had definitely caused me to, like, react in that sure. moment the way I did. So, all right, so Six Flag is, you know, this is where the competition was. Crazy. I'm like, I'm sitting in the car literally just laughing like I'm like I cannot believe this shit. I had no idea. So that whole day I realized I'm like damn, when I got on that stage to sing that solo, I'd already decided that I was going to let that fear take over anything because it wasn't that I couldn't sing, it wasn't that I wasn't good enough. I actually got a great score. It's just I didn't win. That's what happened. I created the story about what happened that forced me to say, "Oh, I'm not a singer." I don't care about that shit. Like I'm just going to you know, as a means to survive. Just in case somebody don't like my voice or some shit, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, wow, that gotta be it. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm down in my studio and I look over and guess where that berry is from Six Flags? In <laughs> the
1: studio, staring at I you. Sitting in the studio, <laughs> while you record. And, and I way. dressed
0: it up with all of my aspirations on it. Wow. My the the do my company do better that I own. um You know, this music that I made. It's a you know, something on there for that I went in high school about having a number one record and all of this shit. And it's, it's just crazy how those things just like, this is a reoccurring thing that's just like present and has impacted me in so many ways. And that's the thing. We don't realize where those moments that we haven't completed, those moments where we haven't conquered those fears, that they play into so many other aspects of our life. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, that must be it. I got it. I figured it out. Then this one moment came to me. Dad did that sniff out. I got you. We, we went to we went to Six Flags one day, and I remember this only after discovering all of that shit that was painful for me, and I was like building up the courage to do it all day. Get on the ride. Get on the ride. This time. This time. This time. Never. Never did it. Park closed. Leaving out the park, I was like, Fuck it, "I'm gonna do it." Got on the American Eagle. The wooden joint right. in the front when you first walk in that motherfucker
1: be shaking exactly i was
0: on the, with my cousin we got on i rode the rat and i had the best time i felt so free that shit felt amazing i was so happy i was like man this is what i missed out on all day i could have been having fun all day but that fear stopped me but i realized i actually love riding roller coasters mm-hmm. But I let that, and as soon as I left, I went right back into that story about me hating roller coasters and being afraid of them and shit. So, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, as a man thinketh, so shall he be, you know, and I've discovered how to be distinct in what these things are. And that's really what the forum is about. Mm -hmm. So... Man, those transformations happen, but imagine being 27 and like realizing that at five years old that you decided that your life was over, that your life would be dictated by these things that mm-hmm. happen. The weight that is lifted off of you is immense. Uh, it's unexplainable, really. You know, they explain it kind of like balance. You know, like I can't explain balance. I don't understand. I don't know how to quantify it. I just get it. You just get it. When you learn how to ride a bike, you're not riding that shit and you like, oh, let me read I, I this book. I got to balance and, myself. You know what I'm saying? Let me read this book and shit. Yeah. It's just like one day you stumble and then one day you just get yeah. it. And that's what this is like being, like being present and being a human. So, yeah.
1: I think uh, one of the main things too for me, bro, is, you know, you talk about these fears and anxieties and stuff like that. My girl told me, she's just like me, you know, sometimes I get anxiety I'm like, yeah, I feel that you, you do you can get anxiety for just about anything, if you if you're paying that much attention to something or something that's bothering you that much. Um, but for me, I would say, bro, I used to love roller coasters as a shorty. Mm-hmm. I used, that was my thing. I I can't ride the damn roller coaster. <laughs> you're just a large human. <laughs> and and I'm to the point where I feel like it's, it's like if I was if I was to probably drop away I would probably still you know probably not because I've just never been a small human being wow and I've never um, really just been average sized
0: hold like, on so you're saying you literally can't fit in the seats
1: bro I went to maybe what was this we were just six, six flags, like you said. And yeah. I tried to, you know, like the Raging Bull, and they, they couldn't close the damn roller coaster thing.
0: <laughs> you know, that actually happened to me once. <laughs> but when I mean, I, <laughs> you know,
1: I'm fucking 300 something pounds right. and big ass legs and everything. <laughs> you know, I was just, you know, just like I said, I'm just a big human being. Like, right, right, right. We've just never been small. I get it. Right. It feels <laughs> <laughs> like, in a way, it's like, cool. I enjoyed that. I got that out of my system in a way. Not saying like it's a bad thing to be like, right. um... Wanted to get on roller coasters and everything, but, like, I think that pushed me to do different things in life, if it's not going to a music park and kicking like that. Maybe it is deciding to start a fucking podcast, and you talk about fear, right. putting everything that you have into something, and then, like, actually looking for individuals to hopefully sit down and talk to you about certain things. you putting that information out there in the world for everybody to see, for yeah. everybody to fucking critique, yeah. everybody to judge, you know, and... My thing is, like you said, when you talk about the balance and everything, I didn't fucking have to think about it. Mm-hmm. I thought about what I wanted to do, but it wasn't like I got to a certain point and was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, It was just more like, fuck it. Right, right. Might <laughs> as well just do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, like I was saying earlier too about different things, like mistakes and everything like that, and, and you talk about the fears and the anxieties. In a way, all those are all the same thing. Just yeah. like you've read everything back to the moment because it's like... One episode I did, I always said, like, like talking about just being a big dude, like being fat, at one point in time, that shit bothered me, like you said, you five or six years old, motherfuckers like, oh, you fat, you did, you that, mm-hmm. blah, 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 then I learned to talk shit, I learned to talk shit back to them, okay, you learn how to do that. Three, then you realize, do I need to respond? No, why, because they're gonna say the same shit whether you was there or not, mm-hmm. if it's in front of your face, behind your back, right. 10, 20 years from now, motherfuckers are gonna still be talking the saying the same thing, mm-hmm. which brings me full circle back to the idea that I am at 30 years old right now, I always say this, people. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Everybody thinks they're doing the right thing. Right. No matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Watch somebody you be like, man, that's some dumb shit. Guess what? I think they're doing the right thing. Wow.
0: Well, Humans that love right. to be right. <laughs> and that's another thing that I learned. You know, like, right and wrong is it gives you these payoffs and shit like you get a, to,
1: sorts, a sense of validation, and feeling yeah, righteousness. Like, and, you know. If
0: you feel right, then then that means that somebody else feel wrong, and then you get to feel good about that because shit. you make them feel a certain way. But there's costs. The cost of that shit is you know self expression, love, you know self fulfillment. These things that we try to be right about or that we ha- try to have control over, we end up costing ourselves something. You know, like a relationship that I was in that I was unable to be present in. You know, I was always having, you know, references from the past or in the future and never being right in that moment. So you miss the opportunity to actually love that person because you like, oh, one day I'll be happy or one day I'll have money or one day I'll have this. You know, it's like we always chasing something. But like consider that this is as good as it's going to get. Consider that this is it. Because the truth is, the past doesn't exist and the future doesn't exist. Yeah, it's only right now, and the the beautiful thing about right now is that I can make choices and decisions that will impact my future and benefit me right now.
1: And dude, let me tell you one thing, man. You talking about like me and Jalisa, like and like the fam. Like I remember talking to my aunt, and she would always say, so this. At least. she would be like, "Whatever you do, it's only going to affect." you represent a lot of people right Mm -hmm. now but whatever you do is going to represent I mean it's only going to affect you so if you decide to do one thing that's on you if you decide to do another thing that's on you Mm -hmm. it's not so much is it the right or wrong decision is it the best decision for you Right. right there and just focusing on that idea and like being able to make those choices and like you said I think that's what makes being present you know um feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. If you have been referring to different things in the past, or always been playing, playing a self-fulfilling prophecy over and over in your mm-hmm. head, then you're gonna continue to get that same outcome. Right. Um, as opposed to doing things differently. Mm-hmm. But I mean, dude, I definitely feel you on that. I feel like I'm there now too, with that whole idea, you know, and I think this is kind of just like stand-up forces me to do that. Mm-hmm. Stand-up forces me to pay attention to the reactions of the people I'm in front of when mm-hmm. I'm talking. Mm-hmm. Um, Podcast forces me to listen and take in what people have to say. Like when we talk about things it's not a bad anxiety. It's, mm-hmm. it's in a way to me, it's a reassuring anxiety to me that I want to make sure if I put the the. The podcast up, and I do like the description. I want to make sure I'm talking about what the fuck I write in. What the fuck we talked about? Yeah, because sure. if I post it, and you see it, you like. Talking about what the <laughs> fuck is she <laughs> talking about? Like, I feel like that's a that's a legitimate reaction from a person sure. that I'm sitting down talking yeah, to. I get it, you know. But like, I feel you on that, bro. But I think does that come with growth? Is that something you know that took? Did it took take you that time to go away and go to the uh, forum to pick that up? You know,
0: or absolutely the forum. Honestly, the form was just, it was really just a mirror, mm-hmm. you know? Because we're constantly trying to escape. It's no, but I found and I realized by participating in the landmark form was that there is no escape. Mm-hmm. There is no escape. Your mind is constantly working. And the anxiety, I think, comes in when you try to escape. Because if you try to escape something and you can't escape it, you you feel like you're going insane.
1: So and you're running in like with the, the wheel, like exactly. a jerk. Exactly.
0: But then, you, if you accept it and be like, you know what, this is this is my state of being. This is how I am, and I can have a distinction between my the little voice in my head and then like who I actually am. Because the little voice in the head is often what we react and what we respond to. It's not what actually happened and what is going on in the present. Mm-hmm. Because if somebody walk in this room and take a piece of this tissue, I could be like, damn, why, why would they come and do that? Like, You know what I'm saying? Because why does it matter? Because even if I knew why, is that going to change the fact that he took, took the t- tissue? <laughs> no, it's not. You still what why the fuck you
1: take the tissue? Because
0: it don't matter. And like, I, I, like you try to figure out these reasons and shit, but then you find yourself in this back and forth, this mental gymnastics where it's like, You you start to feel tired, and you start to feel worn down. You start to feel depressed and sad. But I
1: was thinking, too, that that idea is also um, very important Mm -hmm. to feel that. Mm -hmm. To feel that aspect of humanness. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I was about to tell you, dude, one thing I enjoy, I enjoy the feeling of... Being spent at Mm. the end of the day. Yeah. But doing the shit I want to (laughs) do. Doing the shit I woke up in the morning and said, This is what I'm going to do. Laying the day out in front of myself and saying, Okay, you got to go to work. That's eight hours. Okay, that's cool. I'll make sure I do this or make sure I get this done. Make sure I get this done. Mm -hmm. There's a certain feeling that comes with that. ideas like, I'm really tired, but I'm tired because I did what I wanted yeah. to do. I'm tired because I set out, I set goals for myself, and I just knocked them out throughout yeah. the entire day, yeah. you know? But it is very, like you said, to have that aspect of saying, okay, well, I'm tired because I was worried about some shit that happened in the middle of the day, and it had nothing to do with what was going on at yeah. 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do, like, you just...
0: Nothing at all because it's not still happening. You know what I'm saying?
1: But it's happening to you because you're playing it over right. and
0: over. And like if somebody cut me off on the road, right? And then I'm like, damn, they just pissed me off. Hey, rap- man, they driving bogus now. This coffee bogus. My job bogus. This motherfucker my job bogus. <laughs> like but it's just it's a you. it's a ripple effect. It's right. a ripple effect. You know what I'm saying? But I I was able to have the the separation and the disassociation with even the term tired mm-hmm. or upset or mad because I feel like these are all concepts really Mm -hmm. like if I'm saying I'm like I literally haven't been tired if I I choose to go to sleep because I choose to go to sleep I'm not like I haven't I haven't been tired I get up and do what I want to do and when I want to do it because when I when I when I say I'm tired like we associate feelings with like being tired like Mm -hmm. If my eyes get a little, you know, start burning or some shit, oh, I'm tired. If my motherfucking arm hurt a little bit, I'm probably tired. You know what I'm saying? If I've been walking all day and my feet hurting a little bit, oh, I'm tired. No, you've been walking all day and your feet hurt a little bit. You're not tired. I can do whatever I want. When you have that mentality, when you're able to make those distinctions, you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Because I could do anything. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, I'm feeling and when I was talking about the, you know, that little voice in your head, you know, one thing I discovered, which we didn't necessarily talk about, but I discovered this for myself. where It was like, OK, I can have the little voice in my head and then understand that that's not really a part of it's a part of me, but it's you not who I am. But it's not who I am because, see, we also we always think that we are that voice in the head because the voice in our head is going to tell us this bitch just cut me off. This nigga just cut me off. Right. Mm-hmm. But who I am is I'm a loving person. I'm a, you know, I look, you know what? I wasn't paying attention. I got off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's really who I am. But this the voice in my head is telling me that I'm mad and upset. But mm-hmm. that shit is just it doesn't exist. But what I was gonna say was, I discovered that while it is great to understand a distinction between those two, but in art, in art, I'm able to find a way to use those in tandem. Because oftentimes the little voice in my head when I'm recording and making music is moving quickly. I'll be writing lyrics, writing feel, songs, melodies. You're on stage trying to talk
1: and shit. And then if you could connect that idea and what you're saying out of your mouth. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> if you could connect that little voice then to your, you know, who you are, like your physical being, then the possibilities are endless.
1: And I think that helps with allowing yourself to shine through your mind allowing who you are to come through and what you're doing and what you're running like i did a, a show um, a couple of days ago and my boy came you know he checked out the show with me and he was like you know you, you came when i did my set here you came to check out the show um i wanted to come see you so i went on stage and i was just talking he was like why did you do this on this bit? Why did you, you, like, I have been so automatic, like, getting to the point where like, I had these bits, and he was like, <laughs> man, you ain't even say this part of this joke. Right. And I thought about it, I was like, damn, he really be paying attention to what else? I man. be saying. Wow. But I told him the reason why I'm doing it. One, I was rusty. but two, I'm trying to make this change to make who I am come through so much that if you know me mm. and you come to my set, or you come check out a show, you be like, damn, that sounds like some shit we would just talk about. Wow. Like, this nigga's really that funny in conversation, too. Absolutely. <laughs> but I also, like you said, there is some kind of showmanship that goes along with it. But to be able to sit and have a conversation like this, just be on stage and say something funny, you'd be like, ha-ha, I got you to laugh. But imagine me saying that in front of thousands and thousands of people and they all mm. picking up on that. Yeah. You know? I definitely feel you on that, bro. I guess that's what it is. It's just that anxiety of being present is that good anxiety or is that bad? It's like, like that's good, that's good cholesterol, bad cholesterol. You right, right right. know, are we dealing with uh, the dichotomy of good and bad? Or, you know, different. Like, where's all this coming from?
0: There? Honestly, I was able to separate or separate myself from the, the ideas of good and bad because good and bad means that either I'm right or wrong about it. You know, so it it all plays into the same card. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm telling, if I'm saying somebody that, oh, this is a bad pair of glasses, then I get to be right about your style and be like, oh, you ain't got no style because you picked the wrong pair of glasses. But that's what you wanted to prove. You know what I'm saying? It's like there is no bad or good. There is no right or wrong. It just is. Things happen, and if we can acknowledge that, then we can move on from it and be. You know what I'm saying? Be actually be okay. Cause we get stuck, we get stuck, we get stuck. Your sister might call you and say some wild shit and then you be mad all day long. I actually called my sister up and I told her, I was like, listen, you know, having these enrollment conversations where you have the, the you create and invent possibilities for your life. Mm-hmm. I called my sister and I said, listen, you verbally and you physically abused me. <laughs>
1: But Ain't that what we're supposed to do as nah, brothers and sisters nah, to each other? It nah, builds nah, <laughs> <nah>, character. Nah.
0: <laughs> Listen, I understand sibling rivalry, right. but this seemed more malicious. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It seemed a little bit more torturous, you know, when I was a kid. You know, I remember moments where, you know, like I didn't like the dark when I was a kid. It used to like take the covers and like hold them over my head and shit like Freaking that for a long look, time. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know, Flinging C- CDs and shit at my eyes. And shit, or like punching me. Coming in my room. Like beating me up and shit. Because of, I, you know. Whatever reason. Just different things. And I told her all of this shit. I'm like, listen. You know, I love you. And I relinquish myself from these feelings. And that pain from you. Because I, I forgive you. And I want you to know that. You know, understanding that I'm inventing a possibility for us to actually have a relationship. Because I accept you for who you are. Mm-hmm. And that's that. You know, like, I'm a guy, like, I'm a, I'm a bigger dude, I always have been, you know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit physically wasn't that big of a deal, but emotionally.
1: It's fucked up, because we know, as large humans, yeah. we can't react a certain way. Absolutely. It's very detriment, detrimental to uh, another individual mm-hmm. and ourselves, mm-hmm. if we do react a certain way.
0: Oh, sure. <laughs> I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But even in her case, it wasn't even about that. It's like, damn, I got a sister and I'm unable to love her because I have resentment. Mm-hmm. And it co- it's costing my relationships with my net, my little nephews. You know what I'm saying? And that's not something I want to c- carry around with me. Right. Whether she's able to acknowledge it or not, I forgave her for it. Right. And I accept her for who she is. So everything that she tell me, she say, ah, this, that, blah, blah, blah. I don't even hear that shit. But not that I don't hear it but I'm not hearing it from my perspective anymore. Mm. I'm just hearing her for who she is. Because mm-hmm. when you hear people, a lot of times it's, she don't know what the fuck she's talking about, or she she not gonna get it. She ratchet, she does, she mean, she evil.
1: You're applying a label to the the action or the uh, expression that they're putting
0: there. Exactly, I'm creating my ideas about who she is and I'm listening to her from that perspective. But for the very first time, I was able to just hear her as who she was. No judgments, none of that shit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I get it. I get it. And, you know, after all she said, all of that shit, she was like, I love you. I want you to come around more. I want you to have a relationship with your nephews. That was was the point. You know, all of that other shit was just whatever.
1: Clutter. you just got to move some things around. Absolutely. How's all this, you know, transformation and ideology coming through in the art, man? What are you working on?
0: Man, I'm working on a lot. Um, But the first thing I'm working on is really just being present in the moment. Not even working on it. I'm just being that shit, literally. Like, you know, when I was in Italy, I remember I I walked past this cafe. I was out by myself, like, and they had, like, just live performances. And I wanted to just get up and sing, but I didn't do it. All the way halfway across the world, I didn't do it because I was like, man... Maybe I'm not gonna sound that good or I'm scared because they probably think I'm weak or some shit. Like I don't want them to have that thought of me. Instead of just doing that shit, cause who gives a fuck? You know what I'm saying? I could actually sing, but I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's like, but it's like I had this these crazy ass thoughts in my head. So it's like having being relinquished from that shit, now I can do anything. Literally, like I just put a freestyle out the other day and I was just playing. Literally, I've literally recorded that shit straight through I, it wasn't a written thing in that shit it was nothing it was just me having fun fucking around and you know i told you about the shit with you know my 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 man's at espn and shit you know mm-hmm. i'm doing three records with him i'm gonna send them three in october and, and we're gonna see what's up with that so that's really what i'm focused on honestly but um i want to create an album so i'm gonna make sure that it's it's very authentic because you know, the biggest thing that I've always felt when I was working on music was that I was thinking about, oh, what is this person gonna think about it? What is this part because of these experiences I've had with them and I've carried along those resentments right. towards them, but I also care what they think because I'm like, I want to show them, prove them I can do this, shit right? You I don't, get I don't a chip create from that space anymore, right? I don't create okay. from that space no more, so I'm able to sit down and be authentic to who I am and not have. Any, like, not not have any penetration of nothing else. Hmm. Pause. <laughs> not, not you know what I'm saying? Just, like, to really be able to be authentically me in my music. Right. And I'm comfortable with it. I'm, I'm happy with it. I, I can do it. So I've let a lot of fear stop me from doing so many things, mm-hmm. you know, despite all of the success, despite... You know, going to Saturday Night Live with Chance, Aspie's, Grammys, you know, arranging the vocals or helping with projects, singing on DJ Khaled shit, singing on Big Sean but shit. But they say doing this, doing artists that.
1: and creators, bro, are the most insecure people. Or, or what is it? They say that about comics, too. So like, yeah. we know you feel a certain way about something. It's like, I get that. Yeah. I get that. But the idea for me is to sometimes just let it go. Let it all just be like, Fuck it, I'm out here. I'm, yeah. I'm talking. I'm just saying some shit. I'm seeing. I'm writing. Yeah, exactly. You know. And I feel you on that. Like just like when I heard the freestyle, was like, I don't really know if he was like planning to do this because he like put it up like at like one a.m. Yes. and I was just chilling watching some shit on uh, Netflix or something. I'm like, man, bro, like let me hit him up because I definitely want to get him. So like, something's happening. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is
0: because it really is. It really is. And like. Man, the music, like, I have hundreds of records. Mm. I'm talking about hundreds. I literally scroll through my hard drive, and I'm looking like, damn, this is insane. Sometimes I don't even know what to do with these fucking Mm -hmm. records. Mm -hmm. But I'm so excited to attack this now for my new transformation because I'm not, I don't have any limits. There's nothing that limits because I genuinely don't give a fuck. Mm. And it's not in a bad way, or good, because that shit doesn't exist again, but it's more like,
1: I'm here. And you just, one thing for me is I'm very, I think people would probably say that, oh, well, you's lazy, and this, that, and others. like, like I just said earlier, I I enjoy the feeling of almost being spent doing the thing, not tired, but spent Mm -hmm. doing the things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And when you can kind of have a vibe that this is, who I am. This is yeah. what I want to work on. Yeah. It, it, it don't get much better. Like you said, this is this is as good as it gets. Like it, it might get better, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But are you enjoying this? Are you having fun? Do you look cool? Do you feel <laughs> cool doing it? Like yeah, I, I feel cool um, being myself. I feel mm. cool doing what I want. I feel comfortable. Yes. You know, doing that and 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 being me and just not giving a fuck or not so much not caring but not willing to put too much energy towards some shit that I really don't feel like putting no energy
0: toward. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) You had the power to choose and it's really like we come from these false perceptions of integrity, right? Mm -hmm. We think integrity is looking good. We go out here we make sure we dress and shit like dressed. (laughs) Make sure we good. Make sure, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers know we got money or we doing this or we good. We got everything under control but that's not what integrity is. Mm-hmm. Integrity is, you know, being a man of your word, honoring your word, doing the things that you say you were gonna do. And it's down to the very T. Man, I
1: text you, I'll be there in 20 minutes. You know, I was looking at my damn phone, like yeah. I told him 20 minutes, I'm gonna be there in 20 minutes.
0: Exactly. And that's what it is. Like you create those you invent those possibilities for yourself when you are a man of your word. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was like, listen. I did something yesterday, but today uh, it's a possibility. So let me know. I'm gonna hit you up. Did mm. that shit, and we're here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now I could have easily been like, Man, "Shit, I'm finna go home and eat that chicken, dude, and that. I got right. It. Right. take I my motherfucking like, clothes off."
1: So <laughs> I can't even be mad. I was like we ain't really planning to do this. Like exactly. it just happened. Yeah,
0: and you know what I'm saying? It would have missed the opportunity to share. And I realized that that's that's the most invigorating part about life is being able to share it with others. Mm-hmm. Because in doing that, we inspire others. And Nipsey, that's why I fuck with Nipsey. He hustles so hard. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, he said the highest human act is to inspire. And I'm, I'm sure he said that he got that from somebody else. But And even if he didn't, fuck it. It's a, it's it's a beautiful a great city, thing. Yeah. It is, because it, it truly is. You know, when I was participating in that forum, it was probably 158 people in there. Mm-hmm and people were getting up and sharing their stories. And just by them sharing their stories, I was able to have more empathy. I was able to understand myself more. Like it's just we don't share enough. We suppress. We 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 try to cover, you know. It's like pull the layers back, show it. Whoever you are, just be that shit. And I can't explain it. You just got to get it.
1: Mm-hmm. Damn. This is, this conversation <laughs> way deeper than I thought it
0: was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Yara Shahidi. That's my. That's like one of my favorite people on the planet. She's so inspired. Mm. But she was like, I don't have small talk. It's all deep conversations. Mm. And I'm like, hey, I get it. I get it. Cause it's like, if you have some small talk with somebody, that's being inauthentic. That's not some shit you really care about. Mm. Talk truthfully. Mm. You know, not even truthfully, cause true is like true or false. <laughs> like nah, just speak. Be you. Say what the fuck you gotta say. Let's have a dialogue about it.
1: That's real, right? Yeah. Well, I've been um, trying to incorporate this idea of of culture and everything in these conversations that I'm mm. having with people, and, mm-hmm. and and I and I've i said this once before in one episode. It's like I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. One, mainly because we, everybody thinks they're doing the right thing, and it <laughs> may not, it may not come off as a cool thing for you. But that might be what that person wants to do. Mm-hmm. But um, how are you taking your transformation and moving about in the culture and the social climate that we're living in? And you know, as a black man in America, yeah. you know, in everything that comes with that, wow. you know, the, the certain values you have to kind of hone the, to be able to do that. You yeah. know, uh, how has that been affecting you?
0: Well, I am a black man, and I'm living in America, and you know, there are all of these things that have transpired that have created this idea of what it means to be black mm-hmm. and what it means to be citizens of this country, when we all are here surviving together. Because really, honestly, the biggest hurdle that we face right now is the de- the, the, the being like destroying this environment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if the planet go, none of this shit <laughs> really matter. Like you know we go right. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. <laughs> like it's done. So, you know, the socio-political climate is constantly gonna be shifted into whatever is happening at the time because we all we all have a responsibility to, you know, find the the interconnectedness and be able to interact with each other on a daily basis.
1: And and one thing that I've been paying attention to is or reading into. Uh, a couple of shows, a couple of uh, podcasts, other ones, and I think they were talking about how just being in a certain environment changes the entire human being in a yeah, way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you had a football game, and you yell yelling and stuff, you wouldn't act like that in your office. You wouldn't act like that at home, probably unless you're watching the game, maybe. Right. But you know, that's so, like you said, the connectedness, they're saying like, people feel so validated being around one another and all, you know, on one side of it. The they like rooting for one team, you know, how they feel a certain way. Um, in that connectiveness, mm-hmm. or even if I'm if I'm listening to one of your songs, that makes me feel a certain way. But it definitely makes me feel a certain way listening to your song. And a venue, yeah. you know, where everybody's just vibing to the situation right. and everything like that. I, get like, it. I think uh, watching uh, and watching comedy too, and learning how people weave everyday regular things or into making people like humor. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing gift. Speaking of
0: big pussy, (laughs) (laughs) that's Red Fox. But yeah, like,
1: his whole thing was just, I'm gonna be outlandish. Right. But he won the hearts of America being that (laughs) old man that owned a (laughs) church. Right. I'm impressed that you know who that even is, yeah, you know, me and the younger guy, but you're yeah. only about three years younger than me, so yeah. it's not two, man. <laughs> no, I get it, though. Everybody
0: that's, like, a couple years you, they be like, man, you young, yeah. man. you got get your whole <laughs> life ahead of you. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: But, uh, yeah, bro, um, how's it coming through in the art dealing with that idea? Like, just hmm. all these things going on, like, can I talk about, should, should I talk about this? You know, how are you making those decisions and different things that you're putting down?
0: Well, I think that I'm a byproduct of, you know, the, the years of how our country or how the world in general the has world. been ran, you know, and not that I am chained to these ideas, but I've made it to probably where I am now. You know, it's a possibility i made it to where I am now because of all of these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't look at any of these things as restraints. You know, I, I have these I have these understandings and these stories and I'm able to incorporate them in my music naturally. Because mm-hmm. this is what I'm experiencing right. every day. You know, I don't have to try. First of all, I don't think it's such thing as trying. It's just like you either do that shit or you don't.
1: No try.
0: I think what's that? Yo that's Yoda. There is no trial. Come do. Exactly. Come on, Yoda. <laughs> you get it or something. But for real though, it's like I'm I'm more fascinated with Being able to, like, just speak. Just speak. Like, when I'm sitting down and I'm recording, there are moments where you just, like, black out and you just say the most incredible things. Because humans are incredibly intelligent. And the brain is always working. It's Mm -hmm. constantly absorbing information. And a lot of times you won't even know where the information is stored. So I may be sitting there talking, and then I may just start talking about how AOC is, you know, fighting the government right now for social equity, you know what I'm saying? I may, you know, just talk about how, you know what I'm saying, Jay-Z brought back Reeboks or some shit, you know what I'm saying? I may just talk about, you know what I'm saying, some Harold's chicken or some Pete's that I used to eat on 79th Street, you know what I'm saying? putting some shit
1: together, like, when you think about that stuff and where it is, like you said, I'm like, man, Harold's is an experience, (laughs) (laughs) but it's not just a restaurant. (laughs) Yeah. It's just chicken. Right. This is an army Right. Brother. right have to, <laughs> have to. It's a whole experience. You go, you see that damn, what is it, what they call it, the security glass. Right, and everything. right. You're like, this shit about to be a, Like That's a, a real, real feeling you have. <laughs> Come on.
0: This is some bulletproof chicken. That's God, a <laughs> feeling
1: that you have. Yeah, for real. But I, like I said, man, just that's just an everyday thing, but. You was a short You knew you was going Man I'm going tell you the story I remember mm-hmm. being shorty, Like all us pulling together To get some money To go get some fucking shit, Yeah
0: Cause you knew Now I used to put money together To get Italian fiesta yesterday You know what I'm saying We used to have them little coupons <laughs> I'm like shit it gotta be one more than this motherfucker I'm finna tell the drawers Out the right, wall nigga, Trying to find this shit.
1: A fucking circle thing. Yeah like, But um, <laughs> uh, I know you are an artist A creative mm-hmm. Three things you would tell an individual, you know, starting something out like that.
0: Pursuing, pursuing
1: anything. And the same thing I asked Carly, she was, I'm like, law school. Like, what was it like? What would you tell somebody to go start law school? What would you tell somebody that's about to sit down in front of a piano and hit a key? What would you tell somebody, you know, that's coming up with something creative as far as, like,
0: comedy, music, anything? Know yourself. I would say that because if you don't, Anything that you're going to do is going to be inauthentic, 100%. You may be good at it. You may gain, gain success in it. You may be a fucking billionaire at it. But you won't be happy mm-hmm. because you're not being true to who you are. You know, and that, it sounds very, like, simple, but know yourself. Never stop learning. And and learning is so, it's crazy because we, we learn shit, and we try to learn what we're learning about instead of just getting that shit. Just getting it right there. And that's been a big thing for me. You know, because I, I told myself, I'm like, man, I can't retain information. I can't retain information. Why? It's uh, not true.
1: And one episode I did with uh, another comment, mm-hmm. but she's also just like an expressionist, I think is what she calls herself. Mm-hmm. She picks up a new medium of art mm-hmm. throughout the year. I'm sorry, but no, throughout okay. the year, just know calligraphy like she was doing this thing like wood molding or something bro I'm like where the fuck do you find something like this
0: uh,
1: <laughs> I just saw it and I thought I'm gonna do it like, Wow. I draw pictures of food that I eat see restaurants pay her to go draw pictures of the food that they prepare see
0: just by me and herself and never once said oh yeah I read a book about how to do it because <laughs> that book ain't gonna teach you how to do it really you know what I'm saying you gotta start doing it
1: and I definitely feel that one what's the
0: third thing right Third thing, shit. I don't drink water, motherfucker. <laughs> for real, did. for real though. <laughs> uh, you know, drink some goddamn water. For I don't real, know. Real. The thing is, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know what to tell somebody because there are no answers. Mm. There literally are no answers. There's no solution. We always trying to find a solution for things, and there isn't. There is no solution. If you could if you could grasp that this is it, this is as good as it's gonna get, if you can accept that right now in this moment, it's that's all you got, and if you can be content in that, you will have you happiness and I you will know. find the money'll come. Because literally two seconds from now, I could drop dead in the middle of this interview. And literally I'll be thinking about damn like what I'm gonna do out and of this. Then, like, you ain't, then, ain't no after this. That's <laughs> the harsh reality of things. I, but see, if you can know it as just, it is, you can be happy and grateful. You know, I cried today. I was washing the dishes. I just started crying because I was like, man, when I die, I'm really going to miss these people because I got to experience them in their true light. I'm going to miss them so much. And it was just, it was a moment for me. And I, I had to, you know, step back and really just, you know, thank, be thankful for everybody that I've ever interacted with, you know, so... That's the type of mental shit I'm on, you know what really? I'm saying? So, it's, it's no, you know, there is no answer, and if you're looking for one, you won't find it. You're right, bro. <laughs> you're right. Like I said,
1: everybody's
0: right. bro. <laughs> everybody's right, and everybody's wrong. Everybody at right. the same time.
1: A last thing I asked. Therefore, is it is doesn't this. exist. So poof. Then See, move, I let so, you go free. <laughs> oh, go ahead, I <laughs> let you go. No, no, that's jigger. That's jigger. <laughs> like, that's, jigger. that's jigger. That's <laughs> jigger. <laughs> I was about to say, I actually just guessed this man, whatever you're working on, whatever you're doing, you know, where are you, I tweeted this the other day, nobody saw it, mm-hmm. like, where are you on the Kanye West confidence level, like, where are you on the Kanye West confidence meter, like, it goes wow. from college dropout yeah. to yay, like, I'm, I'm, oddly, Kanye West stand, which I'm pretty sure majority of Chicago is, but you know, where would you put yourself on that on that
0: scale right now? I love Kanye West. I love everybody to be honest. Yes, (laughs) I really do. I really love everybody. I'm not just on no happy woo woo shit. (laughs) Like, all right, we together, kumbaya, Nah, I genuinely love him. And you know, it's it's weird that you find people that embrace their complexities. You know, I'm a very complex person and I, I spend a lot of part, a big part of my life trying to figure out how not to be complex instead of just being the complex, you know, and with Ye, for me, it's just an experience. You know, I'm not looking at anything that he's doing and taking that shit as, you know, that's what I'm gonna do or that's what I need to believe because there's nothing to believe in or not believe, you know, it's just this is Kanye West. You experience that shit, and that's that. Mm-hmm. You know, cause he always, for me, and I'm listening to his music. he's been saying, and rapping, and singing the same shit since late college dropout, college dropout late registration, graduation, eight oh eight. Literally, it he's always kept the same thoughts, the same type of lyrics. It's never changed. So, going to say? People's perception of, of him changed.
1: That. Well, that's the thing, too, that I feel like most people are like, oh, I can't believe he said that stuff. can't believe he in the White House. Like, can't believe he's doing this. It's the same shit he was doing when he did college dropout. Like, just, that's why it bothered me so much. Like, the old Kanye was this. It was like, no,
0: this was doing different shit. <laughs> it's, the it's min- always
1: been new exactly. <laughs> but it's old if that makes sense exactly. it's always been innovative let's change that not not, not new it's always he's always been innovative yeah. he's always been braggadocious yeah. he's always had that confidence yeah. but we just now we don't agree with what he said but at the time people was probably sitting in the studio he said I'm gonna do this yeah. so I'm gonna do that it's like
0: whatever bro you know people
1: was probably thinking that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> But see, it's, that's the thing. It's nothing to agree with. It's nothing to agree or disagree with. Because then that would mean somebody is right and somebody is wrong. And then that's just costing me, you know, my self-expression. I get to be right about something. Okay, ooh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, with yay, you know, this is the thing that I learned about change, right? We constantly trying to change. But we change... Into a different form of the same shit. Mm-hmm. If I literally, mm-hmm. hold on, it's finna get graphic. If I took a piece of shit <laughs> and I crafted it into a circle.
1: It's still a piece of shit, but it's a circle. It's now. still <laughs> a piece of shit.
0: And if I took that circle and made that shit a triangle, it's a piece of shit triangle. <laughs> but just let that piece of shit be a piece of shit. <laughs> And then maybe that piece of shit will, okay, this analogy is going right. down I mean, the I, train. Right. I mean, this, this sounds like a bit. The I, might I, might, I might use it. I might use it. But no, literally, the abs- but to, to in all seriousness, the absence of change creates space because you're not constantly filling up your life with all of these different versions of yourself. Mm-hmm. If you could just accept the version that you are, then all of these possibilities are open for you to do anything.
1: From this base foundation of an individual.
0: (laughs) Of of who you are as an individual. Exactly. Instead of trying to change who you are, because you can't change who you are. You can only create stories about who you are that suppresses who you really are. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah.
1: You still didn't give me an album, though.
0: (laughs) I'm gonna give you an album. I'm gonna give you a mini mini album. Of where you are on this confidence
1: level, man.
0: Listen. I am so alive right now. That's real. I am so happy right now. I've never been this happy. I've never been as alive. I've never been so in the moment. I'm unstoppable. The music... I can't even explain how great it is. Because... When I listen to it, I just there's nothing like it. And I know you hear people say that all the time, but it's 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 all propaganda. It's all to get you to believe in in something. that's because they're not it's being it. They're it's not a new
1: idea, it. but you ain't even
0: feel that way about it until you heard
1: something. All right, uh, thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I was going to say, man, is you know wrapping everything. We almost at an hour now. Yeah. But uh put your social media out there if you know if you want people reach out to you and everything
0: hey man Teddy do Better Instagram twitter and teddyjackson.com I'm gonna drop these hats in a minute and you know what I'm saying get your thinking caps on we're gonna get into it new music dropping before the year's out get ready the shit is over
1: I appreciate it bro yeah, appreciate <laughs> you man thank you
0: police officer
1: the arriving to they genre's apartment a very she says she
0: mean. thought it was hers it's involving She's an awful. off-duty officer who lead. shot and killed her neighbor niggas want to meet god i be on the block selling hard be in the car but it's noir uh, i'm in the war zone everybody want to talk what head talk but i bread walk and i head talk all day when i'm in my fucking bread loss spending that money y'all give me that honey y'all i got the golden rule, they keep niggas down, put the lock in the tomb, you know what them cops will do, what you gon' do when that shot's for you, you ain't giving back to the people, you ain't doing shack like 3-4, you ain't swinging back, now. Nah, he gone, three strikes to that shell, gon' be home free souls, I'm a motherfucking hero, Southside King, nigga don't leak codes, I got the cheat codes, niggas plus c that's my bike pump, ride it like d Craig at heart, I am contrast. That's why they need my hand on them contracts. Getting slurred by a blind in contacts. This is endless, but frankly, love on upon that. They talking about pulling up where I'm at. And even if they did, they never made contact. And even if they did, I hit them with the contacts. One phone call, I'll remove you from your mindset. The sun isn't back, that implies that I left. Mm-hmm. Do better on the hat right? Palm on my left. Asking God to restore all the faith that I lost. I only want more. My intentions are pure. All the shit that I endure that got me sick to my core. I gotta shift that Move movement. We now, we now. I've been on my cheese, smile, green house. I could breathe now.